It's a good show. I'm Mitchell Froome, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and today, providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations, we have a band of, I don't know, several thousand people in the studio. We're here with a band called Brother Sister, and the songwriter of that band is here in the smaller part of the studio with me, Bobby Halverson. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you. Now, uh, do you want to tell us who all the, just introduce the members of the band as? Sure, yeah. So we have uh, Soichiro Tanabe on drums. We have Simone Wilson playing keyboards and singing background vocals. We have Heather Ogilvie O'Malley playing viola and singing vocals. We have Benjamin Fordham playing violin and singing vocals. I guess singing vocals is kind of redundant. Yeah, yeah. Um, We got Maxwell Gualtieri on lead guitar, Kifo Nilsson on the bass guitar, and I'm Bobby Halverson, and I play guitar and sing vocals. I don't mean to correct you, but I was just in here. He said it's pronounced Gualtieri, not Gualtieri. Well, no. Thank you for correcting. Yeah, yeah. As my name's Andras, I'm used to correcting pronunciations of names. People get mine wrong all the time. Sure. But uh, speaking of names, we have we have names to eight songs that are going to be the oracle fodder for our musical uh, divinations. We'll be choosing them randomly as the answers to the questions from our guests by spinning the wheel of eight picking a radio eight card or flipping the radio eight coin perhaps the band would like to give me a little backing music while i read these song titles song number one too many nights song number two pick and choose song number three the lying game song number four losing in a landslide song number five wit in jest Song number six, Yeah, You. Song number seven, Alina. And song number eight, Less of You. And those will be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations throughout this show. We're going to have questions from six guests throughout this whole episode. And the final question of the show has been provided to me by your bass player, Kifo Nelson, who was a, a big part of the Harry Nelson tribute episode we did a, f- a few weeks back. We have the question right here for all the paper fetishists. Get ready. This will be revealed at the end of the show as the question which goes with the last song on the board. And every show starts with the host question. So let me get into my question. I had a bunch of heavy-duty questions that I was thinking of, but it, it, it was such a... I don't know, where are we? Where is the studio we're at right now, Bobby? We're in Pico Rivera, California. We're in Pico Rivera, California. I've never been to Pico Rivera before. It's just uh, southeast of L.A. Yeah, it was not easy to get to, and I just felt like, oh, well, maybe... 
I have a fun little question for you. Sure. So I did a show. We I'm in the middle of taping like six or seven episodes in the course of ten days, and it's it's madness. And the last one we did was with a woman named Kira Lynn Kane. And the funniest thing on that show was not recorded. It was this moment, right, uh, we were taking a break, and she and her friend, Michelle Devereaux, who asked a question on that show, they were both in the studio, and one of them was going to go to the bathroom, and the other one was like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I, was, I said, oh, because you want to talk about me? And uh, Kira Lynn Kane looked me straight in the face, and she said, your brain doesn't pass the Bechdel test. You know the Bechdel test? I have no clue. The Bechdel test is a, is it's a it's a if if there's a movie where in order to pass the Bechdel test it has to be a movie in which two women talk to each other and not about a man. Okay. So like it, you know like a lot of movies the one female character sure. all she talks about is super like Lois Lane gotcha. would be a character all she ever talks about is Superman. You never see Lois Lane talking with someone else about something that isn't Superman. Gotcha. And so she's like if two women are going someplace they had to be talking about you. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's just when two people say we're going to go in another room and talk and I'm the one there. But then all ever since then, I've been thinking, does my brain pass the Bechdel test? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I mean, like everyone else, I assume, I mean, my brain is pretty me centric. Sure. So uh, I don't know if that just makes me an egomaniac or a narcissist or I just a normal a artist, like a human being or yeah. whatever. But uh, but that's my question. So my uh, that, that's my question for the pop oracle is, does my brain pass the Bechdel test? Got it. And now to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 na. We love it. And it is song number two, Pick and Choose, from Brother Sister. Right on. And keep it rolling. Yes, keep it rolling all the way. Never stop. Yes. Yeah.
Okay, and here we... And that was Pick and Choose from Brother Sister. And we're back here with Bobby Halverson. That was a, that was a potent introduction to this band. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, there was a lot going on. It sounded like the cacophony that goes on in my own brain yeah. sometimes. So, so tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Where does it come from? So that song is about, um, if anyone has engaged with social media in the past few years, in particular Facebook, I'm sure you've found yourself in really inane arguments that have no end, and you end up uh, digging yourself into some kind of situation where you look like an idiot, and so does the other person, and it really doesn't come to an end. And this song is basically about those arguments you find yourself in and then the rumination that occurs afterward um, where you can't sleep, you can't think about anything else because you're thinking about the next best thing to type or the next thing that you think or you can, you are convinced will end the argument or right. um, And how that is basically a waste of time and energy. Um, And so that's, yeah, that's what the song's about. Wow. So that's, it's, it's funny because my, the question that I didn't ask was about an, a, an online interaction that yeah. I have, I'm having and just feeling like this rise of this sort of new McCarthyism all over the place. And so it's one of the interesting things about Radio 8 Ball is that it answers both questions. So that, that, that's interesting. That, that's cool that that came out. And then just thinking about where the Bechdel test comes from. First of all, that, that, uh, that cacophony of voices definitely felt like a brain that is trying to figure out something it can't figure out. Absolutely. Thoughts overlapping one another. And and then yeah. the idea of I never want to be the one to forgive my enemy. Uh, there is a sense of it's almost like I don't want to be the enemy. I don't want to be the enemy of anyone extending their agency or being empowered. And yet just by my nature, you know, like these words like our terms like toxic masculinity mm-hmm. Are you, they're they're woven into my skin. There's nothing I can do about it. Sure. So there's that that's that part of like I'm the enemy in this story, and I don't want to forgive myself, but I don't want to I don't want to be caught up and called out for something that I can't do anything about. Right. Um, there was another line. Oh, this plan to defeat defeat the better man with the word. Uh, like again, that defeating like the like the better man. Right. <laughs> is a weird is a, is weird in the context of the Bechdel test, uh-huh. right? So, I guess so. If the if the answer is my oh, and the the song being pick and choose, what does that what does pick what does that refer to? Like pick and choose your battles, basically. Pick and choose your battles. Yeah, you know, because obviously there are some that you're just not going to win, and I like I think even in the instance where, um, if you're being if your quote unquote toxic masculinity is being called out and you get defensive. Right. There's really no way to yeah you're... to win that ar- or quote unquote win that argument. Right. You, the only you, way to win is to say yeah you're right. Is, what, right. Is... Exactly. Is to listen and and try to understand why right. they feel that way. You know? And I, it's funny because I talked with Carolyn who said that I was like oh I'm such so bummed that the funniest thing that happened on the show didn't even get recorded. And right. She, and she was all apologetic like I didn't mean to. I was just and I was like no 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 you were right. Yeah. You know I, my I don't know if it does. I told her I was going to ask this question. She was like that's a great question. Yeah. So, I mean I had an incident recently where I had to uh someone re- reacted to something that I put up and my first reaction was to get defensive 
yeah. because it was something I worked hard on and I was proud of. And I was like, how dare you say this thing that, you know, this wasn't my intention. You totally misread it. And what was it? It was, I, I, I made a acapella video of um, the song, This is America by, by Childish Gambino. Oh yeah, I saw you put that up. And yeah. you, you made it, you had a, you had a, we're very clear in saying, hey, I have, you know, I know this might be stepping out. I wonder what you think about that. Yeah. And, um, and so when, when someone reacted uh, negatively to it, my first response was like, well, no, like you don't, you're yeah. missing the point. You're misunderstanding yeah. me. I'm not, this isn't appropriation because A, B, C, and D. Yeah. But in the end, it's like, no, you're not going to convince someone that their feelings are wrong and you need to, you need to listen and be like, hey, listen, I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry you feel that way. That wasn't my intention, you know, and so that's back uh, many yeah. years ago. I was on tour with a record called a curmudgeon for all seasons. And I was very happy to be reviewed in the Boston Globe because I, I grew up. I went I went to high school in Boston. I loved that paper. And they called me wonderfully pretentious. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, as long as you put wonderfully before it, you can make anything great. Right. Like. I adorably fail the Bechtel test. My brain t- wonderfully, you know, it's like, yeah, you, you, it was appropriating, but it was adorably appropriating. Sure. This is America. Right. Well, it was more, anyway. with the, it was more with the intention of honoring the work of art and, right. and delivering the message that I felt was important, um, despite my race, you know? Yeah. And even part, uh, it, and I guess being willing to be an appropriator and not, uh, I, I keep referring to other things, but there was a, a, a show on chaos where this radio eight ball began this uh, native American show called exposing the apologetic predator. Mm. It was like that, like, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. I'm taking your land. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ta- so like the, you don't want to be the apologetic predator, right. you know, so don't apologize. Right. Just be like, okay, I, it's probably, you're probably right. This yeah. is appropriating and. Yeah, you're I mean, right to say it. You, I mean, we can, I'm right to sing it. You're right to call it out, and then we're in a conversation as opposed to I'm never going to sing it. You're never going to call it out. Right, right, right. And it's you know everyone's interpretation is their own, and if they feel like if they feel hurt or offended by it, that's their thing. And yeah, I'm sorry you do. Yeah, um, you know, but, I wasn't offended by it. <laughs> that's good. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, that that was our first dip into it. I'm going to I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of your friends, and maybe we can get some of the band members in here for some of these interpretations. Sure. Get to know all this crew. Brother, sister, here on Radio 8 Ball, being recorded on August 1st, 2018, in Pico Rivera. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the